You know, all of a sudden, the media seems super concerned about, oh, you can't speculate. You can't speculate when it comes to the horrific burning of the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, which, which is really weird, because for two years, they did nothing but speculate about Russia collusion. That speculation was fine. And even after their speculation turned out to be completely wrong, there was no collusion, they defended their reckless speculation and said, well, as journalists, it was our job to ask questions about this president. Well, is it not our job to ask questions about how this massive fire began? I, I thought that's what journalists did, especially when it is something like a fire in the middle of Holy Week after a rash of arson attacks on churches. So we're not speculating about anything. We're not stirring up conspiracy theories. We are asking what the hell actually happened here. It was one of the most shocking sights to watch in my lifetime. Monument, a monument to God engulfed in flames as the cathedral that dates back to the 1100s, a cathedral where Napoleon was coronated, a cathedral that survived both world wars and it just collapsed in front of our very eyes on live TV this week. But apparently we can't ask about that. Only the professional Russia hoaxers, AKA our intellectual superiors in the media can determine which questions are acceptable. So we're gonna dig into that. First, I wanna tell you about home title lock. If you've got a mortgage refi or HELOC through a major bank, there was recently a data breach that could have put you at risk of losing the equity you've built up in your home for a long time and possibly your home itself. With this breach, everything the scammers need to steal your home's title, they have, which is basically just your name and your address, and then they take those, they forge your signature as the seller, they refile your home under a new name, and then they take out loans on your home and stick you with the payment, which you don't know about, by the way, until the late notice or eviction letter shows up to your home. No one thinks it can happen to them until it does. And when it does, it sucks. Your bank doesn't protect you. Your insurance doesn't protect you. Neither do identity theft programs. Want to know what does protect you? Home Title Lock. And for pennies a day, Home Title Lock will protect your home against the data breach. And if you want to see if you were a victim, go to HomeTitleLock.com, register for your free title scan and report. It is a $100 value. They're giving it to you for free with sign-up. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. So the officials in France, they are declaring this was an accident. An accident before the investigation even begins, which I guess is fine. But because it hasn't even begun, it doesn't mean that we have to buy that that's what happened. And I don't know how you could arrive at that determination when the fire's not even out. So why am I supposed to believe the French authorities who haven't released a shred of evidence that this was an accident? They don't, want to, they don't want to make any waves. They don't want to cause any trouble. And so you're told you must accept that conclusion. Weird, though, because when Donald Trump, when the president of the United States told everyone no collusion, well, no journalist was willing to walk away from that and say, OK, well, the president, he said that there's no collusion. That means there's no collusion. Problem is, the facts there showed also that there was no collusion. But with this fire, we don't have many facts, do we? Until this morning, the church was still in flames. And yet we're supposed to believe they've done a thorough enough investigation to rule out any suspicion of foul play. Even more weird is this piece in the Washington Examiner. I found it very bizarre. Again, this was published before the fire was even out. I'm, I'm going to read to you the entire article because it is so short and so lacking of any information. Quote, 
The Paris prosecutor's office says investigators are treating the blaze that destroyed part of Notre Dame as an accident for now. Hmm. The prosecutor's office said late Monday they have ruled out arson in Monday's fire, including possible terror-related motives for starting the blaze. Prosecutors say Paris police will conduct an investigation into involuntary destruction caused by fire. That's the whole article. The whole thing. And we're supposed to just say, okay, cool. It was an accident. They say it wasn't terrorism. They say it wasn't arson. Are we going to tell you why we think that? No, we're not. Just swallow it. I mean, there's no elaboration here. There's no explanation as to why it might have been ruled out, except, I don't know, uh, uh, here in Paris, we don't want to be a too provocative. All right. But in fact, the evidence that we actually do have prompts more questions, not fewer, despite that they are telling us to sit down, shut up, and stop asking questions. We're told it was an accident. It could be faulty wiring, extension cord used in the renovations, battery-powered devices, overheated cell phone, a cigarette. You know, the French, they love to smoke. Well, according to French police, and this is a translation from French, quote, there was no electricity in the area of Notre Dame called the forest, which is 100% very dry oak wood, which burned completely. And yet still, the president of the Ile-de-France, Valérie Pécresse, is indignant. She says this was an accident. It wasn't intentional. Well, with all due respect, madame, there's no way in hell for you to know that. How do you know? Do you have information for us that rules it out? If so, share it, lady. The entire world is watching. The entire world is eagerly waiting to know how one of the most important architectural masterpieces in the Western world that stood for almost a thousand years just went up in flames like a campfire. So, madame, if you are withholding information that would prove it's an accident, well, millions of people would love to know. But until you have that information for us, journalists should and must be allowed to ask. In fact, it is their very job to do so. Because there are only two options here, right? Two options. This fire was either accidental or it was not accidental. And it is perfectly acceptable to ask if it was accidental, we're told. But it's not okay to ask if it wasn't accidental and if it was arson or terrorism. So journalists should be allowed to ask which one it was. And they should be allowed to use relevant evidence, relevant observations when discussing it. But no, that is not allowed if you are Shep Smith. He will not allow that on his show on the Fox News Channel. It's a big shock. I mean, this uh, church was there for more than 850 years. Uh, even, even the Nazi didn't dare to destroy it. Um, and you need to know that for the past years, we had churches desecrated each and every week in France, all over France. So... Of course, you will hear the story about the, the politically correct, the political correctness, which will tell you that it's probably an accident. Sir, but sir, sir, I, we're not going to speculate here of the cause of something which we don't know. If you have no, observations, if you have observations no. or you know something, we would love to hear it. No, I'm just telling you something. What you need to be ready. No, sir, to. we're not doing that here. Not now. Okay. Not on my watch. Okay. Felipe Carcente, okay. it's very good of you to be here. And then cut him off. No, no, no. No, no, no. Not on my watch. We're not going to show you facts here on my show. Not on my watch. How dare you, sir, provide useful facts and context. This is the CNN Hour here at Fox, of course, and we don't do that. Shep says, if you have observations, we would love to hear. Well, he was giving you observations. That was an observation. 
Newsweek reported just last month, France has seen a spate of attacks against Catholic churches since the start of the year. Vandalism that has included arson and desecration. And last month, the historic church of Saint-Sulpice in Paris was set on fire after a midday mass. Firefighters attributed that one to arson. And in February, the Saint-Alain in Lavore was burned and crosses and saints were smashed. In fact, 10 Catholic churches were attacked in France in one week. And last year, some 875 churches in the country were vandalized, including regular acts of arson, according to the Sun. And yet, oddly, if you mention those facts now, you're being a conspiracy theorist. No, you, if you mention those facts now, you can't do that. You have to remain virtually silent on this. Otherwise, Shep will accuse you of being a terrible person trying to spread lies on his show. In fact, the only place I saw a story about this very clear trend after the Notre Dame fire was Russia Today, which is not exactly where I go to get my news, but they were the only ones. That is, until they were bullied into taking it down. Quote, the initial version of this article, they write, contained information about vandalism in French churches. Upon review, we believe that although the article was factually correct, some readers may have found it insensitive. Oh, is it insensitive? You guys catch that? Factually correct, but insensitive. That's going to be what rules this conversation. We are sacrificing potential facts because we don't want to be too insensitive for these little babies. Uh, could it be Muslims? We should be able to ask that. Could it be Muslims? Well, that would be too dangerous to look into because it's insensitive. It's an insensitive subject. Could it be the Yellow Jackets who have damaged other historic landmarks? Well, you know, we've had a rough week here in Paris. We've had enough to do with them. We wouldn't want to add to that fire. Could it be the feminists who want to smash the patriarchy? No, it's, it's much better to say it's just an accident. Why did it take them so long to put it out? Was it intentional? Was it coordinated within the government? stand down? Or was it valid logistical challenges? I mean, although it's hard to believe because the river is right there. If you've ever been, the river goes right in front of the cathedral. Or was it just sheer incompetence on the French authorities' part? These are all legitimate questions any journalist should and must be willing to ask. But why are we not allowed to ask them? After all, they're allowed to speculate that it was an accident. The Associated Press says the cause of that fire that ravaged the Notre Dame Cathedral could be linked to the ongoing renovation of the church's spire. Oh, could. That's weird. Of course, they don't know that. That's why they use the word could. Could meaning perhaps. They're speculating. And it's okay to do that when they do it. It's only when you speculate that it's not an accident that it all of a sudden becomes forbidden. Now, I don't think you should speculate at all. Speculating is forming a theory without any evidence, but asking questions and demanding evidence to support your answers, that's not speculating. But it's important to point out that the media, they love and adore speculating, unless, of course, it's about something that touches on an inconvenient truth for them, a truth that they don't like. Because they were allowed to speculate all they wanted during the Russiagate conspiracy hoax, and they told us that speculation was legitimate, when in fact they lied. I mean, that was speculation. Saying something that's not true with zero evidence is speculation. And we got plenty of that from none other than our buddy Shep Smith, who laughably claims, no, 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 we don't do speculation here on this show. Really? Russia attacked the United States of America, a coordinated, government-sponsored campaign to undermine America's democracy, eventually in support of Donald Trump and against Hillary Clinton. The Russian investigation is the opposite of a hoax opposite 
of a hoax. <laughs> well, that turned out to be wrong speculation because it was a hoax. And in fact, Russia did not coordinate with our government to undermine democracy because that is clear from the Mueller report. It is clear that there was no collusion. And when we find that out, we're told, oh, they say we're allowed to ask questions, damn it. The questions, Chris Cuomo says, that sparked the Russia probe are legit and have always been legit. Yeah, I mean, except for the fact that they were based on a total farce, but yeah, legit, I guess. But he didn't apologize. No, he doubled down. Knowing if anyone helped the Russians mess with our democracy matters. It wasn't just about the dossier. They know that's not true. Russian interference is and was real. People around this president did things they should not have done. They knew it because they lied about it. Was what they did a crime? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. No, it was just speculation. But they don't apologize for their speculation. They say our speculation is legit. Why? Because it fits their agenda. It had nothing to do with pursuing the truth. So if these people tell you the most important thing in their profession is finding out the truth, they are full of crap. They are lying to you. They call us the conspiracy theorists. No, we'd like to find out the truth of this burning cathedral. We'd like to find out if it was an accident, well, then we want to know. How did it happen? How can it be prevented from happening again? I mean, they, they cannot just let the cathedral of Notre Dame in Paris burn to the ground and be content with oops as the explanation. That's not going to fly. And we do have a very clear trend of anti-Christian sentiments roiling the West. That's undeniable. And if this was part of that trend, we need to know, will we see more of it? Is France upping its protection? Do we need to worry about it? Time will tell. But time will tell only if people continue to ask questions and refuse to blindly accept the narrative being spoon-fed by the authorities. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief Podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.